Good morning. Today we're going to do a special episode uh, today on how to have a walk with God, uh, how to have a quiet time with God, a prayer time with God every single day. And um, this is kind of a it's kind of a, a complicated issue. There's a lot of different uh, views and a lot of different things that you can do. There really is is many ways of approaching this. But today I want to give you the way that that I've approached it uh, in my walk with God. And uh, I want to kind of set for you a foundation and uh, of just like what it looks like to have a prayer time every single day. Uh, so I, I had a student a couple weeks ago ask me this question, uh, and he was a really, actually a really mature student, a student that have, has walked with the Lord for years and is, is one of those students that I would hold as, as uh, the standard for what, uh, you know, a young Christian looks like. So as he's asking me this question, I'm realizing, wow, this is a real problem for people. People don't know how to have a quiet time. They don't know how to spend time with God. Um, so there's a few, let me give you a few, a few tips. So like, let's just look at your time with God every day. Um, I think the goal of our life should be to abide in Jesus, which, which basically means to stay, to be close, to be near, uh, to Jesus and, and be in God's presence every day. And so that's, that is the most vital thing that we can do. And so when we use the word quiet time, uh, really, a lot of times what we do is we put ourselves in a box. And I think kind of the, the natural church thing to do, especially in this day and age, is to tell students, hey, you need to make sure you set aside uh, a moment every single day to read your Bible. And that's kind of the formula we, we give them, but we don't really give them anything beyond that. Uh, and when you do that, you really, you really put yourself in a box. Uh, because when we look at quiet time, a lot of times people think there's one time every single day that I should be with God. And I don't think that that's the truth. I think God wants to be with us all day. Uh, and so, you know, some of the things that people have done throughout history is they've they've created rhythms in their life where they're not just with God once a day, but they're with God throughout the day. They're with God in the morning, they're with God in the afternoon, and they're with God in the evening. And we know that, that Daniel, uh, in the Bible, he had that regular rhythm of being with God three times a day. Uh, there were other people in the, the Bible that were had a rhythm of being with God more than that. Um, but I think as just kind of a general principle, I would say, you know, if you want to be close to Jesus every day, and you want a sense of God's presence more than just uh, your normal more than just kind of that that quiet time in the morning, because I found that didn't really work for me to sustain the presence of God throughout the day. And so if you want that that feeling, that um, sense of the nearness of God every day, if you want to abide in Jesus, it's got to be more than once a day, which means you don't have to necessarily, um, you know, spend two hours in the morning. You can spend, you know, 30 minutes in the morning praying, being close to Jesus. Take some time in the middle of the day to be close to Jesus. Take some time at the end of the day to be close to Jesus. And like let those three prayer times take on a different look and feel um, than uh, you know, your, your normal quiet time. So maybe in the morning, you're spending time in silence and you're meditating on scripture. Maybe at the midday, what you're doing is you're spending a little bit of time to pray and to seek the presence of the Lord, and then you're studying scripture. You're actually digging into what it means and, and all that. And maybe at the end of the day, you're looking back on the day and you're reviewing your day and you're you're thanking God for the things that God has allowed you to do during the day. 
You know, so different times of the day can kind of take on different prayer qualities. Um, so that's, I would say, you know, how you kind of establish like a rhythm throughout the day. So that's that's one thing. Uh, then I would say this, because um, because I think for most people, and and I think this is this is a good thing. I think there should be one kind of main time during the day where you really seek the Lord. Not that you don't do it during the other times, but one time where you're you're in God's presence a little bit longer than the others. Uh, and I don't really have like a biblical scripture to back that up. I just think that that's a good thing to do, uh, and, and it it's worked for me. Uh, and a lot of these things, by the way, I don't have like uh, all these biblical scriptures to back them up. I really just, this is just my, uh, um, just my learning process with God. And so, um, yeah. So here's what I would say. Here's the next thing. Um, establish a rhythm. I think the next thing is watch your approach. Watch your approach. Uh, because it's so easy for our time with God to just be another check of the box. Like we're just looking and we're looking at all the things we have to do during the day and we think to ourselves, I have to spend time with God today. And because of that, I want to get it done. And so you just check it off the box. Or over time it becomes stale and it becomes just law. Like you're just trying to be obedient and so you just do it rather than enjoying it and really spending time in God's presence. And so here's what I would say. When you approach God, um, Approach him from the mindset of grace. Remember that as you come into his presence, you're not working for it. You're not earning it. It's not a, you're not checking it off your list. But as you come into God's presence, God is accepting you in by his grace. And God's grace is there to greet you. And you know what? When you come into God's presence by grace, I'm telling you something amazing, incredible happens. Grace is God's way to holiness. As you come into his presence by the grace of God, the holiness of God comes over you. And it's so counterintuitive because we think to ourselves, God, I'm not doing anything. Like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just submitting to you. I'm coming with a repentant heart and I'm approaching you in grace. And we think to ourselves, how could holiness come over my life just by that? But it does. It does. The grace of God is God's avenue for holiness. Uh, this is what I wrote in my journal this past week as I, I just had just this revelation of the grace of God accepting me into the presence of Jesus. And this is what I said. I said, you can sit, wait, rest, and not even pray, not cry out loudly, and receive a holiness you could never achieve by months of trying harder. That's what I wrote. And um, it's so true. I had just this profound experience where I came into God's presence. And, and you got to think about the heart posture of what it means to be in grace. Grace is rest. That's what it is. You know, Hebrews chapter 4 talks about how the gospel is rest. It is a rest for the soul. Because Jesus accomplished what you couldn't accomplish. So there is no more religious earning. You're not working just because you pray harder doesn't mean that you get more of God's presence. Just because you pursue him doesn't mean that you get more of him. You can go before him and you can rest and receive the grace of God and by his grace receive his presence by resting. We think that the only spiritual disciplines are active ones, but they're not. 
You know, like like uh, who was it? Elijah was was waiting for God, and God wasn't in the wind, and he wasn't in the uh, the storm, but he was he was in the silence. He was in the passive. And it's, it's an active passive, of course. We know that. Like, when we come into the presence of God, we're, we're repentant and our, we're laying down our heart before him. But we're restful as we're doing it and as we're passive. And we're just sitting and resting and waiting in the presence of God, enjoying his presence by his grace. God is giving us a holiness that we couldn't earn or achieve by all of our religious good works but we only earn it and achieve it by resting in his presence. And that, that is what the gospel is. It's rest. It's resting in his presence. And so approach God from a place of rest. You got to come in and you got to change your mind before you come in. Because a lot of times we come in and we think, man, I've got to earn. I've got to pursue him. I've got to be holy. I've got to be zealous. I've got to be this. I've got to be that. I've got to be passionate. And if I'm not passionate, I'm not doing it right. But I got to tell you, passion is so much different than we think sometimes. We think passion is is yelling or crying out. You know, passion is you coming before Jesus every day and choosing, choosing to follow him. That's real passion. Our emotions are up and they're down. But you know what faith is? Faith is coming before Jesus and choosing him every single day. And so sometimes your faith and the most profound faith experiences that you're going to have are actually passive ones. Not that there isn't any activity. Of course, we know there is an inactivity, but there it's it's coming before the Lord resting, right? Uh, Psalm, I think it's 42, uh, says, be still and know that I'm God. Be still, be still. That's passive. It's resting. Now, why are you resting? Because you know God is in control. You have confidence that Jesus has done the work for you so you don't have to do the work for yourself. And so there's a rest that can come upon your soul. There's a rest that you can enjoy. There's a peace that you can enjoy because you don't have to earn it. You don't have to run after it. You don't have to pray harder. You don't have to pursue it. It is yours in Christ. And that's a rest. That's a peace that you can't get anywhere else. It's by the grace of God. And look, in no way am I saying that you should stop pursuing or praying or being passionate or having those passionate moments of prayer, but it has to be born out of a place of rest, has to be born out of a place of grace, because from the place of grace, God instills that passion in you. He instills that love and that fervor and that desire in you. And it's born out of that. It's not born out of of you religiously trying to muster it up. So today, I would encourage you in those two ways. I would say establish a rhythm. And uh, when you come before the Lord, approach him in grace. Establish a rhythm and approach him in grace. And tomorrow, I'm going to give you part two of this uh, this series and, and give you uh, just an idea as to how you should pray every single day. So stay tuned.